Words from the Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for connecting this morning and um, availing yourself the opportunity, the, 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 the privilege to come into the presence of God. It's always a privilege and an honor to come before the King of Kings and the Lord of all. So I welcome you this morning. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are. And in the next maybe 15 minutes or so, please just avoid any distractions. God has something he wants to say to you this morning. And it would be wonderful if that message does not pass you by. So let's pay attention this morning as we receive the word of God. 1 Corinthians 13 is the scripture that we often hear during wedding ceremonies. Hardly will you ever attend any wedding um, any Christian wedding without hearing the entire chapter or maybe some verses in that chapter. Well, we hardly get invitations. We hardly go for weddings these days because of, <laughs> because of the current crisis. But I wouldn't be surprised if I receive a wedding invitation for a Zoom wedding. I wouldn't be surprised at all. The other day I got a wedding, a, an invitation for um, a Zoom baby dedication. Everyone logged in, the baby was dedicated, and we're all part of our ways. So I wouldn't be surprised at all. So we bless God for his grace. First Corinthians is always spoken about. Fantastic scripture. Today I want to focus on verse 13 of that chapter. First Corinthians 13, verse 13. The NLT version says, Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love and the greatest of these is love three things three virtues that will last forever the apostle paul reminded the corinthian church and is reminding us today of the high value and the significance of these three virtues faith hope and love if you read the chapter before and the chapter after you observe that he was talking about the gifts of god the gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues, and different things. Before he now got into these, these, these virtues. And in his speaking, many declare that these things are the things that matter so much. These virtues. Love is defined in the scripture as the greatest of these three. Why is love the greatest? Because without love, the Bible teaches that there can be no redemption. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. It was the love of God that redeemed us and drew us to God. And without the love of God, there will be no redemption. We see hope and faith mentioned in that verse. Now, hope and faith are not the same thing. Hope is not faith and faith is not hope. They're pretty related, but they're not the same thing. The Bible defines faith in Hebrews 11 verse 1 as the confidence of what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Interestingly, hope is used in the definition of faith. Hope is just like a Wi-Fi, sorry, faith is like a Wi-Fi device. So, a Wi-Fi device works when there is a network. If there's no network, the Wi-Fi device have nothing to connect to. So faith connects to hope 
in order to be effective. They're pretty related. But the one I want to focus on today is hope. Hope. No matter where we are, no matter what our circumstances are, hope is one thing that we all desperately need. It doesn't matter where you are rich, whether you are poor, whether you are in trouble or not. It doesn't matter what situation you are in. Hope is what every human needs. Hope is what keeps a businessman moving forward. He goes to work, he tries hard, he makes losses. The following day, he goes, he returns back to work. Why? Hope. Hope is what keeps a relationship going. In the midst of trouble and arguments and all kinds of things, there is this hope that this relationship will not break apart. They remain together. They continue to fight. Hope is what enables us to get up early in the morning. Most times we'll see a, a significant number of suicides as a result of hopelessness or depression. In fact, the dictionary talks about depression as a synonym of hope or of hopelessness. Hope is what motivates a student. You go to a class, the lecturer teaches, but you don't understand what you say, but you keep on trying. You go ahead, you read, you continue to study. Why? Because there is a hope that there will be a reward at the end of the semester, at the end of the term, at the end when you graduate. Hope encourages us to keep running a race until we reach the finish line. It seems difficult. It seems like there is, there is, there is just so much going on around. Hope is what compels us to keep moving forward. Hope is powerful. What then is hope? Hope is a positive expectation that something good will happen to you. It's a positive expectation, a confident expectation. I expect that something good will happen. I am troubled on every side. It's as if I'm in a tunnel, but I expect that something good, something wonderful will happen. In Romans chapter 8 verse 24, the Apostle Paul was writing to the Roman church and he said, For we who are saved in this hope, the hope of salvation, the hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Amazingly, he's saying that Hope is not about what you have at the moment or what you can see. If you have a phone, there is no point of hoping to have a phone because you have the phone. If you're listening to me now, there's no point of hoping to listen to me because you're listening to me. You hope for the something to come, something in the future. It's an expectation for good to happen. You are hoping, you're expecting something to happen. Hope is an awareness that there is no problem too big that can keep you from God rescuing you. That is hope. I wanted to say something to yourself this morning. Say something good is going to happen to me. It doesn't matter where you are, whether you don't mind who is around you. Just say to yourself this morning with, all, with every confidence, say something good is going to happen to me. 
so shall it be in the name of Jesus. Amen. People lose hope when they experience overwhelming loss. Repeated failures in possible situations. They lose hope when people hurt them. People that they trust, they lose hope. It is easy to become a victim of hopelessness when one focuses on the external, the natural circumstances, the natural occurrences in life. It's easy to lose hope. I remember when um, the Lagos lockdown started, I think that was on the 30th of March. I remember very clearly that I was, somehow that first day, I decided to just listen to news. And I was paying so much attention to news. I was hearing all kinds of things. My mind was scattered. It was, it was so much going on. I was searching from my phone, everything, corona this, corona that. And it was just so crazy. All of a sudden, I started feeling so ill. It was as if I had contracted the, 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 the virus. It was, I was feeling so ill. After the first day, the second day, I was feeling ill. And it felt like God whispered to me and said to you, What are you doing? What's going on within you? Shut it down. And in the moment I shut down everything, the noise, the news, and then focused on the positive, all of a sudden, in a couple of hours, I was absolutely well. Wholeness just came upon me without taking anything. Remember, the focus was on the negative, and then hope disappeared. All of a sudden, there was weakness. But the moment I switch immediately and focus on the positive, the things that are good, the things that are working, what God is doing, the miracles, the word of God on prayer, all of a sudden, since then, there was no iot of illness. Everything just disappeared. Hope is powerful. Hope releases joy. And this joy becomes our source of strength. In Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10, the Bible says, For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hope releases joy. When you're hopeful, you are joyful. Because you're expecting something amazing to happen. The Bible says in Hebrews 12 verse 2, it says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Jesus was a hopeful. He was expecting something good to happen. And for that reason, he endured the cross. He waited. He knew that at the end of this, there is joy set before me. And for that reason, he passed through the cross. Amazing. Imagine if you are told right now, that there is a sudden discovery of a very healthy vaccine for the virus that is, that is ruling the world now. Imagine what happens. The joy, the hope that will just arise in each heart, the smile in each faces. Hope is powerful. Hope energizes and motivates us to take action by causing us to step out in faith and act in obedience with God's word. It is because of hope that you go out and continue to work because you believe God. You believe the word of God. And you continue to expect that good is going to happen. When we embrace hope on purpose, it influences our thoughts, our attitudes, our outlook, 
and the way we speak. Have you ever met someone who is full of hope? Someone who is full of expectations. The words are always positive. They are saying something great. great. They are talking about how this is going to happen. How this wonderful thing is going to take place. But have you met someone who has no hope? Someone who is full of hopelessness. Everything is negative. Even the good around them is negative. Because of hopelessness. Who builds us up the weight on God. Hope believes in possibilities. Never assume that where you are is the end of you. Where you are at the moment is not the end of you. The season we're into now is not the last season on earth. There is a light at the end of a tunnel. It may look like there is nothing going on at the moment, but believe me, God is at work. The power of God is moving. He has never ceased from work. He is constantly working. When your situation seems impossible, keep in mind that there is nothing impossible for God. In Matthew 19, 26, Jesus said, With man, this is impossible. No need. Lose hope in man. There's no point. He says, But with God, all things are possible with God. All things, everything has a possibility. Nothing that you think that all hope is lost on. Don't mind, there is, once God is involved, there is a change that is possible. No individual can imagine life without hope. Hope fuels us to face the impossible. Hope is the expectation that we will obtain what we desire. Hope is powerful. It's a special gift that God gives through his grace to combat the most difficult circumstances. Jesus, the Bible says, is our living hope. The best type of hope, I must say, is hope in God. You know, people hope in different things. The Bible talks about some may trust in horses, some may trust in chariots, but we will trust in the name of our Lord. We will trust in God. Hope in God is the most powerful of all hope. Regardless of where you are, the condition your life is in, you cannot function successfully without hope in God. The world is full of uncertainties. Every ground seems uncertain. Nothing on earth is guaranteed. But there is a song that says, My hope is built on nothing less. But Jesus, Lord, and righteousness. That is a solid hope. That is a solid ground on which our hope can be. If circumstances are bad, you surely need hope. If circumstances are good, you surely need hope. You want the good to continue or even get better. But you cannot not live life without hope. This is why in Psalm 42 verse 5, let's turn to that scripture. Psalm 42 verse 5. The, apostle, the, 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 the psalmist said, Why my soul are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him. 
my salvation and my God. The psalmist at this point has too many troubles, had too many troubles around him. He was disturbed. But observe what he did. The moment he said, put your hope in God, his testimony changed. His language changed. He said, I will yet praise him. There is joy generated as a result of that transfer of hope from hopelessness into God. My Savior and my God. He automatically recognized God as his Savior. He recognized God as his person. He recognized God as the one who is standing with him. He says, I will put my hope in God. I will trust God forever. It's not a long message this morning. But what God is saying is that we should trust Him. We should have a hope in Him. And in whatever circumstance we find ourselves, let our hope be in God. Hope is powerful. Say that to yourself. Hope is powerful. Hallelujah. What do you do when you read the news and all the reports are bad? What do you do when you're not sure of what's going to happen in the future? Some are already talking about post-COVID-19. What do you do when your business plan that you've carefully, meticulously prepared, all of a sudden seems like an impossible task? What do you do when all hell is breaking loose? What do you do when there is no food on the table? When the pain refuses to go? When troubles surround you? When you are in the midst of confusion, what do you do? Everyone say, hope in God. Say, hope in God. That is the one thing that you cannot afford to do. Hope in God. Trust in God. Hold on to God. The psalmist says, I will lift my eyes to the hill from where comes my help. Hope in God. Expect something good to happen to you. This week, as we move into this week, expect something beautiful to happen to you. If you're not feeling well, expect your healing from the Lord. If you don't have food to eat, expect the provision from the Lord. He is the Lord who provides. If you're feeling danger, expect protection from God. Expect something wonderful this week. And the God will not fail us in Jesus' name. He has never failed and he will never fail. Let's put our hope in the Lord this morning. I want you to close your eyes for just a minute and say, Lord, I put my hope in you. Lord, I put my hope in you. I don't care what the circumstances are saying. I don't care what the news is saying. Lord, I put my hope in you. I'm expecting something wonderful this week. I'm expecting something glorious this week. Make that a prayer this morning. Say, Lord, I'm expecting something amazing this week. Lord, I put my hope in you. I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. My hope is in you. I expect wonderful things to happen. You can even begin to declare what wonderful things you're expecting. Tell Lord, I expect those who have contracted the disease to be healed. I expect all sinners on earth to receive salvation. I expect the weak to rise and say I'm strong. 
Say, Lord, I expect every terrorism on earth to end. Lord, I expect your work on earth to be moved. I expect that salvation will reach the ends of the earth. Begin to declare your hope this morning. Say, Lord, I expect good things to happen. I expect glorious things to happen. I expect miracles to happen around me. I expect good things in my family. I expect your protection. Declare that this morning. Declare that this morning. He's listening to you. Praise your name, O God. Malika Sote Karunahan. Our hope is built on nothing less, O God. Our hope is built on nothing less, O God. But in your blood, but in your righteousness, you are the solid rock. Lord of heaven, pour out your hope on us, O God. Lord, release the enablement, O God. Release the mind, O God, the heart, O God, that our hearts will confidently trust you, O God. Like the psalmist will say, our hope is in you. Like the psalmist, O God, will declare that our confidence forever, O God, will stay with you. Let the hopeless say, I am hopeful. Let them who are weak, O God, receive strength this morning, O God. Those who are afraid, O God, let them receive the word of God in their spirit. Telling them that there is a God in heaven who is mindful of us. Thank you because your plan for us is not to destroy us, O God. But to give us hope and a future. No matter what is going on around us, we have a hope. We have a future. We have a future, oh God. We have a future, oh God. We are not going to be destroyed. We praise your name. We bless your name, oh God, for all that you're doing. Receive all worship, all praise this morning. For in your name we praise, oh God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.